This is Rodney from the Masculine Journey Podcast, where we explore manhood within Jesus Christ. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Sit back, enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. When you read, you begin with A, B, C. When you sing, you begin with Do, Re, Mi. Do, Re, Mi. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now. Okay, this is the Christian Car Guy show you're listening to today, and I'm going to try a new one on you. I'm going to just like guess what what the show might be about today, based on what you just heard. And I got Bob here. He's he's, he's you've just heard some. You've heard obviously Julie Andrews and the Holly Chorus. <clears throat> what do you think we're talking about today on the Christian Car Guy show? And it is an automotive topic, by the way, but it also is very much a biblical topic. In fact. You know me, I love more about Bible than I do about cars, but this this is really fun. So what do you think I'm talking? It's a little puzzling to me, brother. I started out with Julie Andrews, and uh, that's, a, that's a long time ago. Did you hear what she was doing with that guitar when she first started? If you can picture the scene, she's going to show these kids how to sing, and she begins to, to hit that note, and when she does, she reaches up on the neck of that guitar and she tunes it. She she tunes it just for a second. I need a little tuning this morning. So today's show is tune up. Ah, <laughs> I bet they ain't got it. So you know, and you heard them tuning at the beginning of the holiday. Like you can't do the hallelujah chorus unless you're in tune, man. And so, what we're gonna do today, actually, in the idea of tune up, is tune up our ears. Like, how do you tune your ears to hear God? So this is a critical, critical area of the Christian life because God said, my sheep hear my voice, right? And, and I was just at a man camp, Nikita Koloff. We were out there for a week running after the heart of God. And a big part of that is listening for God. But a lot of guys are like, I've never heard God. I don't know how this works, you know, and, and, and we're all looking for a tune-up. And oh, by the way, I can use a tune-up as much as any human being can use a tune-up, okay? And, and so... What a wonderful question is, how do you know that you know that you've heard the voice of God? Well, today's show, as always, is brought to you by the Hebrew letter Lamed, okay? 
It's hot brought to you by Hebrew Letter, but this one has to be a lamed. Now, I want you to make that L sound with me. La, 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 la. la, 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 la. la, la. So, you know, when, when, <laughs> when Julie Andrews was saying, let's start at the very beginning, right? When, well, she says you got to start with the letters, right? A, B, C. Well, here we got L. And this is critical to hearing God's voice. Absolutely critical. And I'll tell you why. Because the lamed, which has that la, 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 la sound in Hebrew, is the letter that means to learn. And it is also the letter that essentially means to love. There's a huge connection to that in the Old Testament, to learning and loving. And if you think about it, as you get to know somebody, you become more intimate. And so it's the same way with hearing the voice of God. Like, if I put you on a platform, Bob, and I had 15 women up there, and you were blindfolded, and all of them began to speak, and one of those women were your mother. I could pick her out. Oh, yeah, you could. One, oh, yeah. Right? You could pick her out. Easy. Easy. If there were 50 women up there, could you pick out her voice? Most of course, because you, you were intimate, right? And I heard a really cool thing on the word intimate. It's into me see. Did you hear it? Intimacy. Into me. In other words, look into me and see. Well, if you want to hear God's voice, you need to look into him and see, okay? But how you see with God has much more to do with your ears than it has to do with your eyes. How many times have you looked and not seen? Right, and so God gave me this this morning. So I started looking in the Bible. How many times did he tell he who has ears to hear? How many scripture references, which, by the way, starts in Deuteronomy where he begins this whole idea of he who has ears that are tuned to hear, how many times did he say it? 24 scripture references to he who has ears here. So he must think it's pretty important. Now, the thing the Holy Spirit just slapped me upside the head, I believe. It seems to me the Holy Spirit slapped me upside the head this morning. It said, Robbie, what was the last healing miracle that Jesus did before he went to the cross? Put the guy's ear back on. Right, correct. That's my, you know, I could be wrong, but I think that's it. The Holy Spirit is like, you see, that might be significant that that we need our ears, man. We need them tuned, tuned, tuned. But I do think that you can hurt a lot of people by saying that you heard something from God that didn't you didn't actually hear from God. And so even in Acts 15, you might notice this beautiful thing where they said, it seemed to us, Acts 15, let's see, let me get, I got the scripture here somewhere, Acts 15, 28. It seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us not to burden you with anything beyond the following requirements. In other words, they're not saying they definitely heard from the Holy Spirit. It seemed that they did. And, and so... I've heard a lot of people by time saying, I think God said this to me, right? Instead of saying, I th- it seemed like God said this to me, because do we really know? I don't know. But I do know this, Bob. When I had cancer, right, I bet I had 15 people come up to me at least and said, God told me you need to take alfalfa sprouts, okay? God told me you need to, and, and the one that I'll never, ever forget, somebody told me, God told me. You need to be on the hallelujah diet. <laughs> it goes perfectly with the hallelujah course. So as I was thinking about the hallelujah course, I heard him. They told me, God told me to go on the hallelujah diet. Well, as I looked at the hallelujah diet, that made all kinds of sense, and I studied it, and it looked beautiful, and I went on the hallelujah diet for two years. I didn't eat any meat. 
I, I ate all raw vegetables. Is it how you diets? I'm telling you. Pretty bland. A little different. No dairy. No I mean it was it was extreme. Well after two months in the hospital with kidney stones, because my body other people may be able to do the hallelujah value diet wonderful, but I mean it almost killed me. <laughs> my body makes glycerin for whatever reason which is kidney stones out the kazoo and i had so many that it was just unbelievable as a result of the hallelujah diet so do you really think they heard from god that i was supposed to be on the hallelujah diet i'm not thinking they did and so we need a tune-up bob Mm. 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 so i heard this beautiful beautiful sermon by david Pastor David Busby, if you ever have a chance to listen to him on YouTube, he's gone to be with the Lord now, and so he can hear God good. (laughs) Direct line. (laughs) But he said something that is oh so important when it comes to tuning up those ears. He said, you know, if you want to go fishing, do you wait for it to rain real hard and then go out and do a puddle in your driveway? See if you can catch fish. And sometimes it'd work out about the same. <laughs> so, but if you want to hear the voice of God, you know, you want to go where there's fish, man. There's lots of fish. Well, where would that be? And you might go, well, duh. You know, the whole word of God, it, it, it you know, there's fish all over that thing. Okay. In the Bible, or it, you know, I don't know how many words are total, but I mean, there's a lot of words of God right there and they're all right there. And so as you get more intimate, Right. As you look into me, see with the Bible, and the more you go there, the more you tune your ears to hear what he sounds like. Are you following me? But what's even more critical, I think, as we talk about that, is that (laughs) in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was flesh. In other words, what John's telling us is the Bible is not just like words on a paper. It literally is God. And so I want you to think about when you were reading the scriptures and something just flipped off into your mind like, oh, well, guess what you just heard? I can assure you when all of a sudden the light came on, you understood the scriptures, you just heard the voice of God. I'm guilty of listening, but not hearing. Tell me, tell me, tell me. And just ask my wife, she'll verify that. (laughs) <laughs> well, we have Wendy in Utah, so we definitely want to hear Wendy, and we want your calls. When did you hear from God? When did you hear his voice? Or when did somebody tell you they heard, and it clearly was not the case? We would love either of those, 866-348-7884. We didn't get to Wendy yet. We'll get her to her right after the break. When did you hear, or maybe when did somebody told you they heard, but oh, no. <laughs> didn't work out so good. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. We're doing a tune-up today. You've got to be able to hear, have ears to hear. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. When you read, you begin with A, B, C. When you sing, you begin with Do, Re, Mi.
kind of bad about that, Bob. I don't want people standing up in their cars while they're driving. <laughs> but it does make you want to stand up, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, it's just one of those really, really outstanding things. Today on the Christian Car Guy Show, we are tuning up, okay? Because, you know, cars need a tune-up. Well, our ears, we need a tune-up so that we can hear the voice of God. He's our shepherd. He's a good shepherd. And, oh, my goodness, when he gives you a piece of direct insight, when you know that came from him, which often comes from his word, we're going to talk a lot about that. And I'm so excited because we have Wendy's in Utah. She's got ears to hear, I think. So, Wendy, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Thanks for letting me on. Um, I've been thinking this last week about um, things that Jesus said, and one of the things he said was that he wrote, he spoke in parables so that the unbelievers would not understand. And there's a certain group of people that's quite prevalent in the church today that really the parable of the wheat and the tares is anathema to them, because and also the passage about the two women in the field, and the one was taken first, and Jesus, with both these scriptures, he explained both of them very clearly for those who have ears to hear. And the first who was taken was taken to the place where the vultures gather mm-hmm. and was not in a good place. No. And so many people today believe a heresy that was started 800 years after the time of Christ by a mentally ill woman in Scotland, but it's very popular because it seems to promise safety and security for the church, which is absolutely wrong. And Ezekiel, I mean, this was foreseen in the Bible, even back in Ezekiel, they talked about the foolish women and the pillows and the fly-offs and all this stuff. But Jesus made it clear the tares would be taken first and the wheat would remain, which is the exact opposite of what people are trying to believe today because they want to be comforted. They won't have to go through the tribulation. And it's interesting because I sent off emails with a really good article on the subject to certain pastors, high-level pastors, and they will not return my, you know, they will not comment, even though I ask for comments. Well, I think that's really cool. So what you're what you're what you're saying, Wendy, if I'm listening, and and hopefully I got ears to hear you. <laughs> I think what you're telling us is that people who believe in the pre-tribulation rapture <clears throat> are thinking the backwards of what may actually take place based on the scriptures that you just referenced, right? Yeah, Jesus made it very clear for those who have ears to hear. We're supposed to take up our cross and be valiant, you know. So, in wow. the last days. And, and what's interesting is uh, many people believe, and I tend towards this belief, that the Antichrist will be no one other than Satan himself, because he'll come, he'll promise peace, he'll show great miracles, and the people who believe in the flyaway theory will think, oh, Jesus has come back, and so they'll be deceived. And we should be very careful not to go for the first false messiah, but wait for the second. And that's why in the scriptures it talks about woe to the women who are pregnant in that day. And it's symbolic. It means you've you've married the false one and got pregnant, and you're pretty embarrassed when the real one comes along. Wow. So <laughs> here's the thing. Like when you're interpreting scripture, right? 
And and that's a big part of what you're doing right now. So yes. you're you're reading it and you're trying to understand it. And so to me it's just absolutely critical. It was given to me when I've you know came to faith was if you're going to understand the Bible you got to pray because it's going to be the Holy Spirit that's going to help you interpret it, right? Exactly. And, yes. and so the more you become intimate with it, the more you, you, you study it, the more you see, the more clarity, you know, that, that we're going to get. So thank you, Wendy. I'm so grateful that you you shared that insight with us. I'm going to have to study up on that stuff. That's pretty cool. It's a question of putting jigsaw puzzle pieces together, too. <laughs> yeah, it's always like, I always say connecting the dots. Like, oh, that's where that connects to Ezekiel, and that it connects to Deuteronomy. And like, oh, I get it. I get it. He's been telling us this all along. That's so cool. Thank you, Wendy. God bless. Thanks. You too. All right. Bye-bye. So, Bob, that's pretty heady stuff right there, man. <laughs> yeah, it was deep. I have, awesome. to po- I have to ponder for a moment when when somebody gets. So, yeah, I, I was with a lot of men, and, and they were really, really trying to hear from God, you know, and, and of course, we, were, we went out there with our Bibles and whatever, and so what has worked for years and years and years for me is to have this time in the word every morning is is because it tunes my ears. This is, and, and here's how it tunes them. It really, really does. Okay. Because I'm reading a passage and all of a sudden a word or something jumps out at me. It just jumps. And when that jumps, when I see, I don't understand that. And that's what usually happens is I don't, that doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, and that's how I know that the jumping has started, because if I knew the stuff, then obviously God wouldn't need to teach it to me. And that's why the Lamed is so incredible when it comes to loving and learning, why there's such a connection. Because as all of a sudden I see, I don't understand that, then all of a sudden my heart leaps because I go, okay, I'm fixed to learn something. And I start digging. Well, years ago when you told me you prayed to, to understand what you were fixing to read before you read it, uh that just really rang my bell. You know, I'm I'm not as deep in the Bible as I should be, and uh, but that was just yeah, that's, really awesome for me. And, that's uh, a big part of the tune-up, man. I mean, the good news is, you know, you got the Holy Spirit that's going to twist those knobs on the end of your <laughs> neck, you know, to get you and 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 if you go, oh, I'm fixed to learn some, and you begin to study, when that light comes on. Now, here's a perfect example, okay? I had an opportunity to interview over 100 um, counselors at the American Christian Counseling Convention that this was a number of years ago that was going on in Nashville. And they were like, Robbie, we want you to do over 100 interviews in a weekend. And I was like, man, how could I get good content? So I began to pray and tune my ears When we come back, you're going to find out what God gave me, one of the biggest miracles I can ever remember in broadcasting. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Let's start at the very beginning, a very good place to start. When you read, you begin with a, B, C. When you sing, you begin with Do, Re, Mi. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Tune up today on the Christian Car Guy Show. We're talking about, you know, how can we tune our ears to hear God's voice, which I think is absolutely a critical aspect from my perspective of how I have enjoyed my relationship with Christ, both in hearing him through his word and hearing him sometimes in situations where I had already studied his word and I knew what I was hearing when I heard it. But if you think about tuning up a car for a minute, just to make the comparison, since I made it, you know, it's obviously the Christian Car Guy Show, so you're going to tune up a car. Now, Bob, can you imagine in a million years attempting to change spark plug wires if you didn't have a manual to find out what the firing order was? (laughs) Well, I always did it replace one at a time, (laughs) you know, and that way I couldn't. I had a better chance, you know, because... Or now let's replace the spark plug and not know what the gap is supposed to be, right? Oh, yeah. If for those people know, spark plugs have a little gap between where the electrode is and, and, and the two things, it's got to throw the right amount of spark. Well, it, and where do you get that information on what the gap's going to be on a spark plug? Or where are you going to get the information on what kind of wires to even use? Or, or you know, all these things are found in the owner's manual, okay, or the service manual, but I can assure you it comes out of a manual. And, you know, God gave us this manual. It has everything to do to tuning our ears. So to get to the story that I mentioned right before the break, I'd been asked to do 100 interviews of 100 counselors over a weekend. And so as you might imagine, I'm in Nashville, and, and I study the Word, and for whatever reason— That morning, God puts me in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, which you may know is essentially, you know, the God of all comfort comforts us so that we might comfort others with the comfort that we've been comforted with. Now, maybe that's just a coincidence that I happened to be there that morning. It may be just a coincidence that I felt like, oh my goodness, that's exactly what all these people are doing. They're comforting others, right? They're counselors. And I'm, I'm going to just see where this goes because obviously, God, you've given me this, so let me just see. So one by one, the counselors, I can only, I can only interview them. But the thing was, you know, if you only interview for somebody for five minutes, how do you get something good? How do you get God out of that interview in five minutes? <clears throat> and so as they all came up, I just said, well, you know how in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, no, I mean, in chapter 1, it says, you know, God comforts us. And I would say what I just said to you. I would say, how does that play out in your life? And then buckle up, I'm telling you. For the all weekend long, I heard story after story of people that did worked abortion hotlines that had an abortion. People that worked suicide hotlines that had attempted suicide. People that, you know, did marriage counseling that came from broken homes. People that, I mean, it was one thing after the other after the other, okay? And I thought... You know, this is this is almost too. I mean, I just can't believe every single person. <clears throat> so finally, I thought, here comes my theory is going to be busted. This dude sits down, and he is a full blown psychiatrist, right? And he looks like Sigmund Freud. <coughs> he's got a three piece suit. He's got the you know vest, right? And the little guy's got glasses. He's got the goatee. I mean, he looks like Sigmund Freud. He's got the whole image. And I didn't really know what, so I was like, okay, well, here we go. Well, you know how in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 of the God all comfort, you know, and I tell him the same thing. And he looks at me, his eyes gloss over, and he goes, I have never told anybody this, which is what many of them said, by the way. 
as they start. And and that's the amazing thing to me. Like, you guys are counselors, and you're on the radio, and this is going to be the first time you tell it. You know, okay. That's the first thing it should tell. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. And he said, well, I went insane. And so I'd just been married for a few months. And he said, I really thought that that red light on the wall was Satan. And I could not get my mind off of it. And there was this, in my hospital room, there was this red light. And I was sure it was Satan. And I was focusing on that. And my new bride sat down on the bed with me. And she looked me in the eyes and she said, you know, I can't live without you. So can you tell me how I can become insane so I can come and be with you? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And he said, it was like God had sent this angel to make me fight for my sanity. And I could not leave her alone. Mm. So we talked about that this, you know, like, oh my goodness. It seemed to me that God gave me that scripture to use in those interviews. And I thought about it for years. That every time I, I see a counselor, I, I, I always like to just throw it out there. <laughs> Was he your pick? <laughs> I don't know. I There were lots of neat stories. And, and I've, I'll never, ever for, forget the whole weekend. It was just like one after the other after the other. Oh, there was another one. This, this poor woman had an abortion. Her husband was sitting there, and she'd never told anybody, including him. And she's on the radio. And, you know, I just throw it out there, and, oh, my goodness, out comes this, right? And, and, and I'm watching that drama play out right in front of me. And just like, okay, God, apparently this was this was a boil that needed to be pierced and there that that needed to come into the light. And you know, and I watched how the husband reacted and loved on his wife, and oh, there were tears, and oh, he was so sorry. And and I, I didn't have the impression this was the end of the marriage. I had the impression it was the beginning. The beginning, yeah. Um. So again, don't 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 miss that we got to start at the very beginning, right? There's all these letters that make up these words. And that letter, Lamed, which means love, it's a heart. If you could see the picture of what the letter is in Hebrew, it looks like a flame that is reaching for the sky. And it's a picture because heart also begins with a Lamed in Hebrew. And it is a picture of your heart, which is on fire, reaching for intimacy with God, okay? And it has to do with learning, and it has to do with loving. And as you study God's Word, just like Wendy said earlier in the show, then he points out things to you that show you how to navigate your life very specifically. As as you go to him, believe me when I tell you, he love, love, loves to throw words in our mind, but often... They're not like, Robbie, you need to go save the world. It's like, Robbie, do you know how much I love you? You know that big bass you just caught? (laughs) (laughs) I sent that. (laughs) Or or you know how you just saw that eagle in the air swoop down? 
you know, and as your ear becomes more tuned and as you study God's word more and more, eagles mean a whole lot more to a believer, in my opinion, as they study how many eagles, right? You want to soar on wings like eagles, right? Well, if you've seen an eagle, how much more beautiful is that than if to, to read about eagles your whole life? You've never experienced an eagle. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's pretty, it's pretty profound. Out at Blues Creek, there's a, a couple of places where you see the big nest. Some people call them eagles. Some people call them ospreys. But they're water. They're fowl that feeds out of the water. And well, uh, let me tell you about those eagles. Have you have you seen them close up? Not, I mean, maybe twenty feet. Yeah, yeah. They're flying right alongside the boat. And and if they're not eagles, bald eagles, I'd be shocked. Because, I mean, they got a big, bright yellow beak. And, and I have to tell you my, my story at Blues Creek Lake. That was just beautiful. I'll never, ever forget it. I caught a bass, and it swallowed. the It, it, it caught it so hard, it swallowed a, you know, a big old lure with all those hooks down in it. And I did my best to get him out because I didn't want to kill the bass and put it back in the water. But I was like, man, I don't think he's going to make it. So he's flopping around in the water. And my, my daughter's like, I can't believe, Dad, that you killed that fish, you know, and, and that fish is... And all of a sudden, out of the sky, right, comes one of those, which I believe is Golden Eagle. This thing swoops down at 10 million miles an hour, picks up this daggum fish, and flies off. I mean, and like, you know, like from here to your car. I mean, it's just, just boom, that close to the boat when it did it. And it, you can see those talons reaching out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You've seen them? Well, that was that. We were at the beach last week and uh, was fishing. And my buddy and I had been fishing, and we wasn't having much luck. And the girls behind uh, Lori and his wife says, "Hey, the birds are catching fish out there." <laughs> what it just swooped down and got a fish. And All right, well, we got somebody us. calling in. We got <clears throat> you could call in with your story eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth. When we come back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. When you read, you begin with A, B, C. When you sing, you begin with Do, Re, Mi. Tuning up today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Tuning, how do you tune your ear to hear God's voice? And um, I should tell you that, you know, coming up today on the Truth Network with uh, Amy Cabo, she's going to have uh, a wonderful show with Merrick Rose- <coughs> Rosenberger. Rosenberg, actually, to talk about personalities, which, you know, that's going to be a live show on the Truth Network today at 1 o'clock, so you don't want to miss out on that. But speaking of tune-up, we got all these people going to tune us up. we got Angela is in Burlington. So, Angela, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning, Lobby. Uh, first thing I want to, want to say is thank you to you and Bob, and I want you both to know what a blessing you both are. 
<laughs> when you're together on the show, and I appreciate you and love you so much. Well, thank you. Well, thank you very much. Uh, and um, so the next thing I want to tell you about is how God spoke to me. Um, you know, uh, sometimes God does use other people to oh, yeah. tell us something. Mm-hmm. And um, for, for the last little while, I've been going through a desert experience, and I would try to pray, and I just couldn't do it. So I stopped praying, and uh, uh, a lot of stuff like that. And But thankfully, I didn't stop going to church. And so this past Wednesday evening at our prayer service, we were, we were preparing to go home. And the very last words that were spoken was, somebody in this room is under oppression, and that oppression is being lifted now. And uh, that word was definitely for me, and I know definitely it was from the Lord. Wow. And but it's it's been progressive. God is doing his part, but now I've got to do my part. And just this morning as I was listening to you and Bob, it came to me television and your tablet. You have allowed them to become idols when you should be speaking to me. You're going to the television and your tablet. So, well, so that yeah, has I, to stop. And I, I, I know that now. And um, that's so uh, beautiful. Well, can we can we pray with you, Angela? Would that be all right? I would certainly. love to. So, Jesus, thank you for Angela and her courage to both call us this morning, be honest with you and share her need with all of us that are listening. Uh, Lord, we ask that you would be intimate with her. Let her see into you through your word that she would spend some time um, looking back into the Bible into fresh new ways that she would speak to her in volumes so that she would sense your presence in her life that so she wouldn't be lonely and she would feel you there with her and, and, and thank you for her faithful listening to this show for years and years and years and, and help her to know how much she is loved and, and how much she is understood and how you are waiting um, there to speak to her. Tune her ears to hear you, Lord. And, and I ask this in Jesus' name. Bob? Amen. Amen. Robbie, I have a question for you. No good. You, you mentioned I'd been listening for years and years. How long has it been since you changed the name from Robbie's Hobbies to Kingdom Pursuits? (laughs) Because that's how long I've been listening to you, was just when you changed the name of the program. I think this is the ninth year of Kingdom Pursuits. If I'm not mistaken, (laughs) that... um, Wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah, Robbie's Hobbies... It was on for a number of years. You know, we changed it to Kingdom Pursuits, but it's it's been a long time. I I know that it's yeah. been at least seven years, Angela. But wow. Okay. Well, thank you. Well, thank seven, you. Thank that's you. a nice number. So we will but, be praying, uh, 
that 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 thank you Robbie. I think that's an awesome thing that God I think you're going to find that man he's going to be waiting on you with open arms. <laughs> I mean there were times when I was thinking like oh my gosh is this what depression is like? Oh. You know can can he really still love me in oh. the midst of this mess? <laughs> you know. That's what and Satan would I, would love to <laughs> let you think that but he, believe me when I tell you. Yeah. He 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 has just been waiting, waiting, and he is he is dying to see you. And I can tell he already has. Yeah. I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> well, I'm going to hear that. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you, Angela. God and, bless. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. A dear friend of mine was asking me one day while I was talking about you know I didn't feel as close to God, and uh, he he looked at me and says, "Well, who moved?" <laughs> you know? I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know? well, we have Ann, who I'm going to bet is Ann Alt in Huntersville, North Carolina. She's got a poem yes. about hearing I, from. I'm very excited to hear this, Ann. I do. Uh, it's actually, and I know time is short, but uh, I'll, I'll read it real fast. It's called Dead Wood Sprouting. <laughs> and it's because I uh, same thing, you know, we're all go through these fits, especially I think creative people do, but I mean of depression and you know, rising up again and I was reading in numbers seventeen five through eight about you know, God. Yeah, and and, and before you read that, do you have your radio on or something in the background? Because we're hearing Oh, it. no, no. Okay. Well it sometimes our computer just does that, but maybe it'll straighten out okay. here in a minute. So go ahead and read your poem. I'm I'm sorry. Alrighty. Well, anyway, uh, but I was reading where God showed the man that he, he chose, the Levi, by having this piece of dead wood sprout the next day. And uh, so I thought, well, if he can do that for him, he can do it for me. <laughs> so they're that, they're that tuning up again, you know. Yeah, I hear some feedback on the phone, so I'm not sure what that is. But anyway, if the Lord can make some dead wood sprout, he could surely revive me. A staff is just a piece of wood that's cut off from a tree. It has no life. It's dead and gone. The petrified remains, you see, are cut and shaped into a pole, but there's no connection to the tree. But God can still do miracles with dead wood, and the key is laying down our lives for him and reconnecting to the tree. The tree that held our precious Lord, the cross can set us free. He can restore the life that's gone when we're connected to the tree. And when God touched that dead wood, there were no... There were more than sprouts to see. There were buds and blossoms and almonds, too, from reconnection to the tree. The Lord is still the same today. He hasn't forgotten me. He heals the dead wood of my life and reconnects me to his tree. So that, I, I love oh, man, that is, for both you. I can't even tell you what that means to me. It's, it's That's so beautiful and so true because there's so much wood in the Bible that would indicate that that was you know, how he was going to reconnect us. Thank you. God bless you yeah, for calling in today. I hate we got to run, but it's always great to hear from you. We're going to get back, Bob. Fun time today. Thank you, brother, for having me here. It's been a blast. And we, you know, God just keeps showing up and showing up and showing up. It's so awesome. So as you go through this week, don't forget where you can get your tune-up because you can actually... You know, get in the Word every single morning. Begin to start your day with that idea of what does he sound like. Um, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. A lot of fish in that particular lake, just saying. <laughs> yeah, remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went. Got it all done in 33 years. Thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. We live.
listen to the Truth Network. Truthnetwork.com.